Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch and welcome to Obicast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode will bring us insights, advice and technical updates for sheep industry. In this week's episode, we're joined by sheep specialist Damien Coslow to discuss why farmers should consider rattling rams this breeding season. Damien discussed the two types of rattle used, either in the form of paste or ram harnesses, and offers tips on the use and ways to leave it easier to catch rams to check on these. Damien explains which order different rattle colours should be used, and we discuss how to make use of changing that rattle colour to better predict laminate and plan feeding programs in their pregnancy. We discuss how rattling can be used to monitor ram fertility and deliver repeats, and finally Damien offers some practical tips to safeguard against use of infertile rams in flocks. We start off, however, with Damien highlighting the benefits of rattling rams. It's it's very important to, to uh, carefully observe rams uh, in, in during the mating season, Kieran. And uh, you know it's it's very it's essential, I suppose, really to 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 rattle the rams and and keep an eye how, how mating is proceeding. What benefit is rattling really? What are we information are we gaining? Sure, it's 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 very important, Kieran, from the point of view of. Um, you know how mating is proceeding. Uh, the number of yours that are being mated every day. Um, if if the if the rams are, are are working, it will give you an idea of of, of lambing spread uh, when it comes to comes to lambing time. I suppose, Damien, in terms of monitoring them, um, we've discussed for many years the use of rattle. I suppose, what information? Or how is that of benefit to farmers? Does it, look, there's loads of benefits uh, to, to rattling here. And first, first and foremost, I suppose, um, to to check. That um, that there aren't any issues with with fertility of rams. Um, we talk about strategic use of of uh, colours, um, starting off with with lighter colours uh, and changing, at least every fourteen days, changing to a darker colour that uh, can can be overmarked. Um, so again, after you know fourteen to seventeen days in the first cycle, if if you're seeing a lot of repeats uh, at that stage. It may be an indicator that you, there there is a problem with, with the ram in terms of fertility, but the good thing about it, I suppose, is at least at that stage there is there's still time to do something about it. It's it's much better than filing um, a lot of MTOs at scanning time. Look, I suppose I know this one takes it a few months down the track, but we often mention even there with lamb and spread, it gives you an idea for feeding groups and otherwise of when to start supplementation. Absolutely. I mean, there's, there's a lot of flocks uh, that pay particular uh, attention to to the rattling, and they will change the. I I was saying to maybe to change at least every every 14 days, but lots of people will change every seven to 10 days, and particularly in the the earlier part of the of the mating season. And this is a huge benefit when it comes to uh, when it comes to f- nutrition, uh, feeding the oars, pre lambing. Uh, because it's a very accurate predictor of the expected lambing date if it's done correctly. So you can group up yours not just by litter size, but you can also group them up by lambing date. And this allows for uh, much more accurate uh, concentrate feeding in, in the run-up to lambing. So there's potential, I suppose, to, to save on concentrates. And possibly more, more importantly, um, you know, you're you're not overfeeding yours or you're not feeding them for too long of a period, uh, which in in itself... Um, will enable you to have lambs at the optimum birth weight and you know reducing the incidence of of oversized lambs and and the associated lambing difficulty difficulty that comes with that look it, it does require effort to do and we'll go through some of the aspects of it now like broadly speaking Damien, there's two options for rattling you might take us through each of those yeah um i suppose 
the 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 old uh, the 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 old uh, trade and trust method, I suppose, is uh, where people um, will will mix uh, rattle powder um, with with oil or that, and you know they make that into a paste. Uh, and again, this is you know this is applied to the the, the just above the brisket of the ram, the, the the wool there, and it's important that that's that's really worked in well in, into the wool. Um, so, I mean, again, as I as I mentioned earlier on, you're probably starting with with a light with a lighter color. Um, it's particularly important then that you you keep an eye on that and uh, you keep it topped up. Um, you know, probably every few days. And this is especially important in the first few week, first few weeks of mating, when when rams are particularly busy. Um, so that that would be the 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 first one. Um, people often ask, I suppose, you know, how often do we need to top this up? And you know, it varies with you know the the, the weather conditions and the the, the amount of uh, yaws that the ram is mating. But if you observe um, a yaw being mated. Um, and just check to see that if when, when that color is starting to fade and starting to get light, um, it's time to to uh, to, to 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 reapply uh, rattle to that ram. So I suppose the other option then, Karen, is that uh, people that there's uh, custom-made harnesses that people uh, will will put on the ram at mating, and there's a, a color crayon that that can be attached to a crayon block. Um, and again, this is this is replaced um, every every uh, every time you're changing colours and, and that kind of thing. Uh, the important thing uh, with the harness, I suppose, is to uh, to keep to keep checking it uh, that it stays in place uh, because it will tend to stretch a little bit, and it would also bed into the wool of of the the ram a bit. So it needs to be checked uh, and adjusted as necessary because the last thing you want is to have it uh, slipping back on the the ram and uh, potentially impeding him from from mating yours. Well, certainly it can cause maybe injuries in a brisket too if it's not placed properly. Correct, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Look, just in terms of topping up that rattle or changing, Damon, as I said at the beginning, look, there's a bit of effort has to go into it. Any tips on the best practice for doing that? Yeah, sure. I, I suppose I, I, I've, seen, I've seen examples where, where people um, maybe have a, have a small a small pen or a few lambing hurdles or something like that in the, in the corner of the field uh, where they potentially maybe... Uh, feed the the ram uh, a little bit of a little bit of concentrate or something during during uh, but it's important probably that this is done every day because if you if you uh, if you only feed the ram the day you're going tapping up the rattle or checking the harness um, he he'll 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 pretty soon cop on to that um, look at it's no harm I know we we often speak about um, having mini, minimum disturbance to the flock uh, during the mating season but um, lots of people will 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 walk them through walk them into the yard, um, you know, uh, catch the rams, uh, apply the rattle, or adjust the harness, or, or change the change the rattle crayon on the harness. Um, so no big issue with that. For once, it's done with with due care. Um, and again, a lot of people uh, will take the opportunity if they have the if they have them in the yard to uh, to to foot bath the, the flock at that stage as well, just to ensure that that the feet are, are kept right during this this important time as well. But uh, again, any of these uh, things um, are for once they're done uh, with due care and and, and not uh, unduly exciting the the sheep as it was. Uh, there, there's no big issue with them. And look, I suppose that's the key thing, Damien, is they're familiar with going in and out through a handling yard. It, it shouldn't be opposed a massive issue. Exactly, exactly, yeah. yeah. Look, you mentioned there the change in colours. You might just take us through again what the recommended order that is. 
Yeah, again, as I suppose we'd be talking about something like um, starting with a, a yellow. Um, and the important thing here, Karen, is that you know that if if they're if they're overmarked, that you will be able to see the. So you, you start with the lighter colours, uh, maybe the likes of yellow. Um, a lot of people will follow that with orange. Um, green will tend to go over either of those two colours, and you're moving on then to the darker colours of 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 red, uh, blue, and black. But again, depending on how often um, you you change the colour, um, you, you probably have 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 lots of them there. But starting with the lighter ones, um, so that they can be overmarked. And look, I suppose the key thing we have to throw out is the first two weeks really is going to be the intensive time for topping up. So as an activity hopefully drops off and not many repeats, you know your applications, especially towards the tail end, are going to be definitely less frequent. Less frequent, but uh, I suppose at the same time, no less important. It, it is important to 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 carry the to carry the test through to the to the end of the the mating season. Um, and again, a lot of people at that stage will be, and it, it's it's probably sensible. Um, for once the first two or three weeks are done that people will will group up um, into bigger groups um and and you know you 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 can you can you can do that because as the, the rams are, are not as uh, not as busy as you say Karen, there at that stage probably like one of the, i suppose damien we started there like one of the key things rather will do is identify repeats after the first cycle but as you alluded to there that idea of mobbing them up after that first cycle into bigger groups or taking rams round is probably one of the simplest practical solutions to guard against infertility it is, and like uh, you know, there are there are there are lots of farms that practice. Uh, we we'll say the single sire mating. We we'll say, in other words, one ram per per group. Uh, but it is prudent, really, um, it, to to move these, you know, to, to to move these between groups um, during the mating season as well. So that if there is any any issue with an individual ram, that um, you, you're guarding against that. So you know, maybe every every. Every two weeks, maybe to to rotate the rams uh, between the groups. Where this is where this is possible, where this is practical, it's 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 worth doing. The other side of it, uh, people, uh, particularly in bigger flocks, uh, where they 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 will let a group of rams uh, to each group. Um, what we advise there, I suppose, is to have at least three rams per group. Um, a lot of people use two rams quite successfully, but the 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 issue there or the danger there is is the effect of the blocker ram, where one individual ram I suppose uses all his energy, maybe trying to stop his comrade from from mating yours, and uh, this effect is much less where you have three three rams per group. So if if your group mating probably three rams at least is the is the is is is, is, is better. It just it covers it reduces that chance of that infertile one. Yeah, Damien, always good having you on. Thanks very much for that. It's certainly something to pay attention at the moment. No problem, Kieran. Thank you. Okay, we're going to finish things up there. Again, it's one of the management tasks that really needs to be considered at the moment. That bit of time and effort invested now will pay dividends, particularly during late pregnancy and also immediately to monitor levels of fertility in your flock and give a better idea how busy the lambing period is going to be. That's it for me for this episode. Again, for any updates from the Sheep Program, keep an eye on our Twitter page at Chalking Sheep. I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and listen in to any of our episodes.